By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Yep, episode 69 of 20 Tim Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. This is a podcast that focuses on mental health, through humor, insight, and personal stories within about 20 minutes. Episode 69, nice. I don't know why 69 is so funny. 69 farts and people falling down are very, will always be kind of funny. I feel like it would go farts falling down 69 of like childish shit you will always laugh at. Nothing's funnier than like ripping a fart somewhere you shouldn't be ripping farts at. And I do that a lot. And uh, I'm sorry. I got a stinky butt. Well, thanks for checking in, guys. Uh, like I always do, 1-800-273-8255, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Or you can text the crisis text line at home, 741-741, if you're in the North Americas. Um, and then also there's speakingofsuicide.com slash resources for more research resources so sally sell resources down by the shore that's me jesus tim get a grip i'm coming in hot if i recorded earlier this would have been a hot episode i had to work until 7 a.m i got forced so i worked 3 p.m to 7 a.m woke up missed a consultation for an uh, interview for my podcast which has happened to me before and it sucks and i felt totally bad because when you go to bed after working an overnight it's not the next day in your head until you wake up. So I, I screwed up. I screwed up big time. If you want to text with me, 781-523-9333. Don't forget to go to 2010minutes.com. Uh, get all your information. Buy some merch. Help a brother out. Um, and then don't also download the uh, 2010 Minutes app. I also volunteer for a local uh, suicide prevention coalition called the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Um their mission is to promote suicide prevention, intervention, and awareness in our communities, schools, and throughout the county. If you have a local suicide prevention center, I would go ahead and recommend donating some doll hairs uh, to that. Nonprofits are what they are, nonprofit. So whatever you give to them uh, is going to help them out. If you don't have one that's local, help a brother out and uh, hit up the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. I always have their link to donate right in my bayou, bayou like I live in Louisiana. Uh, just make a comment that you uh, got sent by me so they can see that I'm actually uh, contributing somehow. <laughs> um, I guess stop saying um so much. I think I'm just going to get a shirt that says um, but right now I'm rocking my Razor Ramon t-shirt, the bad guy, RIP. Tough, tough loss. I was a big Scott Hall Razor Ramon fan throughout my childhood watching him wrestle and he went down like a deep, dark hole of depression with doing drugs. Then he came back, did great. Now he got like complications of hip surgery and died, which is super fucking scary. Because like people are like, oh, good luck on your surgery. And you go under amnesia for the surgery and then you just don't wake up. That is a horror show. But hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last. But bad guys do. If that was me, it would be good times don't last but bad, oh, I don't even know, because I remember that whole therapist thing, and she called me, are you a good guy? No, I'm not a good guy. Catch up on the latest episode with Sam Mitchell this past Thursday of Autism Rocks and Rolls podcast. He's an autistic kid that is doing great things with his podcast, spreading awareness to show that people with autism, Down syndrome, and any other disabilities aren't different 
from you and I. And he is a thousand percent right. And he is a smart man. And again, we went over a wrestling. I got to check in with him. I sent him some of my shirts. Love him and his mom, Gina. Good people. Be sure to check them out. Autism Rocks and Rolls podcast. Hit him up. This week, Celtics legend Chris Heron um, is going to be on the show this Thursday. I was very pumped to get him. He's a local guy, good guy, Fall River guy. He uh, has a 30 for 30 on ESPN. Um, that was really good, and he struggled with a lot of addiction, and now he's a motivational speaker. I didn't have a lot of uh, time with him, so I, I kind of it's kind of squeezed in. I wish I had more time, but uh, it was a great interview, and I hopefully you guys like it. So I've been calling the therapy people. All right, I've been I've been working at this still, making calls, wheeling, dealing, and uh, not getting any answers really. So I called my doctor's office. I was like, you know what? Why am I being stupid? Like maybe my doctor's office has somebody that does DBT. So I called up the message and I was like, um, I'm not really getting along with my therapist. And I was thinking about wanting to get a new one. They're like, have you talked to her about it? And I go, are you asking me that I've talked to my therapist about not wanting to have her as my therapist? And she goes, yeah. I go, no. Don't you see that? Like if you pull up my bio, it says like anxiety, can't talk to people, can't even make eye contact. Like, what a question. Did you tell your therapist that you guys don't get along? Huh? She should have just put that two and two together. So they were going to see who could they get. And lo and behold, I get a voice message from the main guy who actually happens to be Rachel's father. Yes, my old therapist. I missed his fucking call. Called him back. Haven't heard from him since. Kind of freaking out, but it's good. I feel like that would be super funny that if I linked up with him after all this time, Rachel leaves me and then I get, she didn't like leave me. She had, she got better opportunities and I end up with him. I left him a message. I go, talk to your daughter. She knows who I am guy. Sometimes I like to turn up my Boston accent because I hate it so much sometimes. And people point it out to me and I go, yeah, I'm trying not to do it. Especially when people are like, I'm from Massachusetts, but not close to Boston. They like call me out on it. I'm like, dude, you're from the same fucking state. Like, what, what's your deal? A lot of people have been reaching out to me. Very, an array of people I haven't talked to in a long time. And it means so much to me. But I also feel bad because I've been in such a dark spiral as of late where I do this thing where I don't answer anybody. I don't reply to anybody. And I saw that they messaged me, but I didn't read them back again because like, I have like this weird thing. Like I feel like embarrassed. It's, it's not embarrassment, but it's similar to that feeling. I don't know why. It's like I can't face, I can't face it, I think. It's very tough because like it is overwhelming because I have a lot of people helping. And again, I'm writing this all down, keeping it in. But it's like I don't know where to start and I'm feeling overwhelmed. And uh, yeah, just trying to. I obviously like, I can't thank people enough and anybody that still reaches out. I do appreciate it. I can't fail anybody. So I got to find somebody and get some help because I think people are just annoyed at me just complaining about this shit all the time. So this is my therapy. Um, also, um, I got to be more, I got to be more organized. That's, that's what's, that's what the problem is with me. And I still haven't done it. I need a, I need a receptionist or a, uh, assistant, but I have no money to even pay myself. So We'll see how that goes. <clears throat> Guess what, guys? Your boy's on another medication. Add one to the list. Leading the league in podcasting and medications. I am now on Abilify. Abilify treats schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, depression, and Tourette syndrome. It can also treat irritability associated with autism. It is known as an antipsychotic drug. Yeah. So now... 
my previous meds, I'm on Lamictal, Adderall, Wellbutrin, some antihistamine for my anxiety that I don't ever take, and now Abilify. Abilify. It's like that commercial when it's like, do you have methophilioma? Well, call this number and you can get a cash reward. I never know what that means. That's going to happen to me. I'm going to be like 60 years old and it's like, did you mix Adderall with Abilify? How are you still alive? That's what's going to happen to me and I know it if I make it that far. I have like Final Destination thoughts like every day. Not in a scary way, but like in a frightening way. <laughs> so more positive. I got to be more positive in life. I recently went to 90s Con and it was awesome. If you're watching this on YouTube, hopefully I had the strength to put up photos and stuff. But if you were a 90s kid, this thing was like fantastic. Got, got to meet Family Matters. Got to meet Topanga. Met Dave Coulier. Asked him about Alanis Morissette. He gave me the old like MLB player, like typical answer. And he like talked around it. And then I was confused and walked away. Uh, Steve from Full House. If you don't know, he was the voice of Aladdin. So I had him sign my Aladdin Sega game. And then I brought a baseball because I didn't know what I could get signed by a lot of people. I uh, had it signed by Lisa Jacob, Lori Beth Denberg, Laurel Winslow, Harriet Winslow, and Lacey Chabert. Lacey Chabert was very confused why I was handing her a baseball to sign. And I absolutely loved it. I love like weirding people out and playing like weird pranks on people. And all five of them have never signed a baseball. And I hope they never forget that. Because if there's some other kid that comes up to them like, hey, can you sign my baseball? They're like, nah, already did it, my dude. I also brought my like stickers and stuff and like handed them out to random people. I had this move because like, you had to wait in line for certain photos and my brother was in line. And I told a little white lie and I was like, the people behind him was like, I was like, hey, I paid for his ticket. We're taking the photo together, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, no problem, blah, blah, blah. And then we get to the front of the line and I let them cut me. I go, hey, I was just kidding. I was like, I'm doing my own photo. You can go in front of me. And they, they respected it and they laughed. And I gave him a bunch of Fanny and Charles stickers. So shout out to those girls. We were the only people dressed up. And uh, we looked great. People were taking photos of us. Like, we, like I think the celebrities wanted to hang out with us. They remembered us. Harriet Winslow is the people's champ. We went to a bar afterwards, and we ran into her actual daughter and her fiancé, and we, like, partied with them. It was, like, just the funniest fucking day in the world. Then we got, like, signed up for some skit, and it was, like, one of those things I can't even explain it. We signed a waiver, but I think we're going to be on, like, a TV talk show. And uh, I was like, when you go to a haunted house, you know, when you get out of a haunted house, you don't know what just hit you. That's what happened to us. And me and Ricky cannot explain for the life of us of what we went to. It was like a fake celebrity. I'm actually not even going to try to explain it. Hopefully we are on it and it comes out in April, we've heard. And I think we're going to get made fun of. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. But I was just so happy because if you listen to the show, I'm, I'm very nostalgic. I never liked growing up. Um, so it was cool to like see all that and, uh, like just posting it and people were, like loving it and just blowing their minds and stuff. It was just a really good time. It was something I need cause I like forgot about like everything that was going around, uh, around me. And I feel like it did contribute to like my mental health and, uh, just like just helping me out overall. So I did have a really good time with that and I keep laughing about it. It was just so ridiculous. Just Lacey Chabert signing a baseball. Gotta love it. Um, Okay. Like, I've been trying to, like, not, like, freak out, but I think, I think it's almost time. Episode 69, fuck it, you know? I was so angry this past month, 
this past week especially. And that's why I got on the Abilify because I've just been like so bad. Again, I don't think I'm a good person. I have good intentions, but I will never think I'm a good person. I've made mistakes. I have my regrets. Do I think I'm better than anybody else? No, but there's people that kind of kind of worse than me, but I'll get into that. I'm just going to go off real quick about things that I, I have to deal with. I'm not complaining. Everything that happens to me is going to happen to me. Everything, it ha- everything has an action and a reaction. Anything I deserve in life is put onto me by myself. So with that said, I'm going to complain to you, and you're going to know what's going on, and I'm going to drop some bombshells. Having a mental health issue I didn't ask for, and I'm diagnosed with and battling it for the rest of my life. That weighs on me every day, and I think about it all the time where I have to remember to take pills so I don't go crazy, I don't spiral, I don't go in these deep, dark depressions, and that's just, it's just sad, and it's and it's really tough, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It's like the one thing I would, like the person I hate the most, I wouldn't even like be like, you know what, don't give it to them. You know what, they're too weak to deal with it. I feel like I'm strong enough because I'm still here. I don't want to kill myself, even though I say it in my head all the time, but I can't anymore. I can't let people down. I hate letting people down. I've already let people down already. I'm not doing it anymore. I just fucking, I want to get to be a good person. So then currently going through a divorce with your wife, even though it's amicable, it's fucking tough, especially when we still live together and we have a roommate. It's actually kind of fun at times, but it's definitely weird. I love my wife, will always love Lindsay, and it's very weird and it's tough. There's obviously a lot more that goes into it. I also love our roommate. She's a great cook. She likes to clean. I I have a pretty good ear uh, for the most part, but I'm very unconventional in the ways. I don't even know if she's going to be happy with me saying this, but you know what? Hey, we're divorcing. Um, no, we make a lot of jokes about it back and forth, and I think that's how we both deal with things. Um I love Lindsay to death and we're always going to stay friends. And I've always said that. And she's always helped me. Obviously we still fight from time to time, like any other couple or any other separated couple going for a divorce. I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, but yeah, she's going to kill me in my sleep one day. If I go missing, start with them. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that piss me off. Uh, people with their little comments about everything. And uh, from people who have a pocket full of stones living in a glass house uh, with skeletons in their closet, with their uh, pot calling the other kettle black in their kitchen. If I'm a good person, no, never said it. I'm no better than any other woman or man out there. But there are people who are worse than me, especially when you come out of left field with unprovoked comments, whether it's behind someone's back, just goes to show your life is shittier than me. If you have something like anything to say about anybody that doesn't contribute or like affect you, Stay in your lane, all right? If anyone wants to like be involved in my life, come on down. I'll give you, a, I'll give you the sidecar in my motorcycle. Maybe I'll even give you the keys. But that's the one thing that drives me nuts is people have such boring li- Like my life, sometimes I hate, but it's not boring. Someone's life could be so boring that you have to interject yourself into somebody's life. And I'm going to do this new thing, Tim's Tip. Uh, of things you shouldn't do. And I'm, it's going to translate to that. Um, so yeah, just dealing with everyone's little petty bullshit, dealing with uh, just life. Okay. It's not easy for me. Again, I'm going to reiterate, I'm not 
looking for sympathy. I never do. That's why I keep things in about like this because I don't want to be like, oh, Tim, oh, you're just saying this to make you feel bad. No, I don't. I'm trying not to not give a fuck what anyone thinks about me anymore. It's super hard. It beats me up a lot. A lot of people fucking stop talking to me. I need to stop swearing as well. Um, or my mom's going to kill me. So if I go missing, ask my mom too. Another thing I have never talked about. I think I talked about it briefly in an old episode. And this weighs on me a lot. And it's been a roller coaster of emotions from day one to today. Is I took an ancestry test and found out I had a totally complete biological father. And I have sibling or siblings, uh, half siblings or sibling. And uh, yeah. I don't know them. I've met with the biological father. Great guy. Kinda. And I'm just like so worn down about it to have like, and this, I could probably do another episode on this because people are going to be like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? So yeah, like I found out um, when I took an ancestry test, I had a, a, a different dad and uh, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely something crazy to deal with. And I learned that couple weeks after I try to commit suicide, which is super weird. So at the time I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like this is going to be fun. And then I started to get beat up about it. Then I was good. And then I was getting beat up about it. I'm a secret still. I don't choose to expose the whole thing in respect to his family because uh, they didn't ask for it. But also I know people say to me like you, it's, you did nothing wrong. And I know I did nothing wrong, but I don't want to cause an issue with anybody. That's why like, I don't tell people like who they are or who he is because it is very a dicey situation. But it's something that beats me up a lot and I've just been kind of holding it in for a long time. And I think that's another thing I just have to share so I can stop giving a shit about everything. And uh, it's kind of tough because... You know what? I'm not going to get into this anymore because I had to take a quick break to not cry. Um, but yeah. This is why I fucking have these spiral moments and I know it's fucking tough and I can't complain about it, but like, there's not much I can do and just like, I got to keep on keeping on, you know, I'm just fucking sick of so much shit. And like, if anyone has anything to say, bring it, absolutely bring it, please. You know, my phone number, you know where I live. I just don't care anymore. I need to just focus on me. And that's what I need to know what I need to do anymore. And I just, this is, I just want to show you like what a day in the life of Tim is. Obviously there's a lot more. I don't talk about my life a hundred percent, but yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm just tired a lot. I'm very tired. I'm gaining weight. I'm not doing anything. I keep forgetting to drink water. I'm like, why am I dehydrated? Why is my pee like hard yellow? Drink water, people. Drink like a gallon a day. So I'm going to stop doing music and movie suggestions because one, I don't think anyone cares. And two, I can't think of any every week and I keep forgetting. So that's scrapped. Episode 69 is when things change. The 2010 Minutes podcast is taking a change this week. Or up until I have another bipolar episode and I change my mind and I spiral and I don't do anything new. Yeah. So I'm going to do Tim's tip for things you shouldn't do. Okay. This is from only me. Everyone's different. When you ask someone how they are and they open up about their mental health and the first thing you say is, 
oh, I know how you feel. I have blank. I get that a lot. And I, people are like, oh, I have anxiety too. I'm like, do you? Do you really? Or are you just saying that word? But again, benefit of the doubt. I can't say that. That's another Tim's tip. Just let them do that. It's great you want to relate, but you asking why I'm in a bad mood and telling me your negativity isn't going to help. Your intentions are right, but how about you just say, I'm sorry to hear that. If you need anything, let me know. Or just even saying, that sucks. I'm sorry. If you don't know how to deal with something, just say it. I would rather someone say that, like, hey, uh, that's crazy to hear, and I'm sorry. I don't know what to do or say. And I'm like, dude, totally fine. I'm just answering your question because I'm trying to be more open. Because when I come in someplace with a bad attitude, I would love for people to ask me because uh, I hate being a wet blanket or a wet towel at certain events. So if I'm having an episode or spiraling, I'll cancel and I'll give any excuse I can not to go uh, because I don't want to ruin anyone else's time. And that kind of goes to show you about the whole ancestry thing. Um, yeah. Fucking Christ. Um, so also what I'm going to do is uh, talk about like what I'm grateful for. I can do three every week, but I'm going to be realistic and just do one every week. And um, I'm grateful for the weekend and uh, that I had with Ricky, like having that friendship. He's one of those cats that I've known for a long time. We did a radio show called Dollar on the String. He's an hysterical human. Like You know those people that don't try and they're just so funny? He's that kid. And we don't hang out much, but we always pick up where we uh, left off. And he's always down for whatever, DFW. And the kid just doesn't care either. Like we did the, um, what is it? What's that band called? That I love the stickers on my wallet. Oh yeah, Booty Vortex. We saw them on New Year's, danced the night away. Then I'm like, dude, 90s con, you want to go? I won tickets to that, by the way. I tagged us and I was like, oh, I want to take my boo, Ricky Doyle. And then we won tickets and that's how we ended up going to 90s con. So I'm grateful for the weekend I had with Ricky. Ricky, thank you so much. The fucking laughs we had were un like incredible. Um, so I appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in for 20, 10 minutes. Um, I feel like I dropped a lot uh, about my life. And uh, what are you going to do, you know? I love you guys and have a good one. All right, guys, wrap it up. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.